Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Sanderson in on goal, blocker save made, but Art got it back, shoots and scores! He's a dynamic player, he's electric with the puck. Johnson put the puck in front of the net, but Art shoots and scores! And this time it counts! Live from the Barn Hockey Bar, taking you right into Blackhawks hockey. Oh, this is just fantastic. It's Powell and Brand. Both men of Chicago. Sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Break out the Bandito, baby. Here's the boys. A big, big day ahead at the United Center. A big day here at the Barn Hockey Bar, 1659 West Ogden. This place is packed. The excitement is building. I'm Kevin Powell alongside Joe Brand. And uh, we will be here up until 4.30 when Joe has his official Blackhawks pregame show. This is all uh, sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Let's break out the Bandito. Uh, Joe, a lot of excitement. Obviously, uh, a bunch of storylines today. The big one, Chris Chelios is getting his jersey retired at the United Center, and we will dip into that ceremony a little after 3 is when things are going to get going at the UC. And uh, some of it's visual, so it might not work so great for radio, but we will bring you Chris Chelios' speech later a little after 3 o'clock. The Red Wings are in town, and maybe not what it once was they don't play as often but there's always a little extra buzz when the Hawks are playing the Detroit Red Wings which means the return of 88 Patrick Kane and you had a chance to talk with Kaner this morning he met with the local press here in Chicago so I mean all of the storylines factored in today Kane is back Chelios Bedard has been back for a while now from the jaw injury looking like his usual self um, it's just an exciting day I think for the for the Blackhawks and really the entire city of Chicago there's been a buzz about this for the past uh, couple of weeks here. And really, it's been on the calendar since September. So we've been looking forward to this day, and it's finally here. There we go. It honestly feels like the Chicago Super Bowl right now. I mean, there's been so much buzz around today's event, around today's game. And, oh, yeah, Patrick Kane's in town, too. Oh, yeah, Connor Bedard is back. The way that Chris Chelios was just honored and revered in this city, and now finally getting his day, his own day at the United Center. I mean, there's a ton of seven sweaters here today. There's a ton of Red Wings fans here today. Obviously, a a huge impact he made out in Detroit as well. But uh, a very cool moment, cool day to be here. And I don't know, it's just, uh, like you said, this day was circled on the calendar as soon as the schedule came out, as soon as the promotion was out. And Chris Chelios is such a popular fun guy yeah it's it's amazing he seems to know everyone he seems to be everywhere the guest list is around 300 people is that right yeah that's what i heard him (laughs) say that earlier today and i mean some of the big names we're not entirely sure we know eddie vetter's here yes cindy crawford's here yeah there was a big party last night they were all having a good time together i imagine like kid rock and dare i say mj might possibly be at the united center today we're not quite sure but We'll, we'll keep a, a close eye on that as well. The Barn Hockey Bar, if you haven't been here, yeah, is this place is awesome. Awesome. There are a ton of TVs, a ton of cool hockey uh, memorabilia. They've got uh, retro hockey game. Like they got a Zamboni games. right over here. <laughs> Zamboni. The whole crew from El Bandito. They also have a golf simulator here, Joe. Two. They have two golf simulators. So if at some point I go missing during the broadcast, Joe, I think you know where you can find me. But a lot of just great storylines today, and 
It was interesting to hear Patrick Kane talk about Connor Bedard this morning. Of course, that was brought up. And maybe some some similarities to their style of play. Um, but Kaner had nothing but good things to say about Connor Bedard. As soon as Bedard was drafted, Kane reached out, gave him a call, uh, told him what to expect about being a generational talent coming to Chicago, yeah. maybe a little less humbly than uh, Patrick Kane would put in his own words. But it's, it's the impact that we saw when Kane first got drafted and how he immediately made an impact. And we're seeing that now with Bedard on a totally different kind of team. I mean, you think when Taves and Kane came into the Hawks organization, they were already on the rise. They already had a handful of really solid players and looking to make a turn. This is a different situation now with this Hawks team, but everyone understands what Connor Bedard is capable of right from the get-go. And even after this injury, too, he's, he's really continued that. You know, maybe no points in the last couple of games, but still, I think, six in his first five since returning. And again, it's just all this coming to fruition today. Kane returns. Bedard is back. Right. Chris Chelios getting his number retired. And it, it sounds like we're going to hear from Chelly in just a little bit, too. And he's got... He said he's very excited to tell a bunch of people here at the bar about something. Chelios has been a very busy man doing the media rounds, and today, of course, he will have his big ceremony when the number seven goes up at the United Center. Do you think there's any possibility? Did Kane talk about how much longer he wants to play or anything like that, how much more he thinks he has in him? I know he had the big hip replacement surgery. But he looks great. And he's been, what does he have, 25 points in 26 games, something like that? So. He's currently on a seven-game point streak. I don't know. It, it's hard with all these hockey players, though, that are just so proud of their careers right. and never want to call it quits. I mean, look at Jonathan Tate. Look at Chris Chelios. Look at Chris Chelios, Chris 27 Ch- years. <laughs> he just, I mean, he kept going and going. When when he left the Hawks organization, you know, people were thinking, well, you know, maybe he's at the tail end, but that, that wasn't quite the case. He had a whole lot left in the tank, won a couple cups with Detroit. Um, I, I don't know how much longer Patrick Kane might have. I, I imagine he's probably going to be one of those guys that you're going to have to tear him off the ice right. because he's not going to do it willingly. But the important thing is now he's healthy, he's having fun, but it is just a one-year deal with Detroit, so, so who knows what happens after that. The first Blackhawks game I ever went to, Joe, Chelios was on one. He, he was in a couple, like two or three scuffles and fights. <laughs> And the crowd was no. the cr- right. The crowd was fired up. I specifically remember it. Everybody was really into it. And that was the first first game I had ever been to. It was at the United Center. I'm like, I like this guy. I think this might be my 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 first big player that I'm I'm, I'm going to go all in on. I love Chelios when growing I, up a Black. Hawks I feel fan. like that's why he resonated so well and so quickly with so many Chicago fans because that was the type of game that hockey fans here in Chicago love watching and. I, again, that's why he was just so quickly uh, invested into the Chicago hockey culture. And I, I think a lot of people have those same types of stories as you, Kevin. Hopefully we, uh, we get some stories from people either here at the barn or, or calling in. It, it, again, it's a day to honor and remember Chris Chelio, so we might as well do that. And you look at those the early to mid-90 Blackhawks rosters and, and who was on the team at the time. I mean, Chelios, Ronick, Belfour. We're hopefully getting Tony Amani, Eddie Belfour, and Dennis Savard all on the pregame show before tonight's game. Right. Um, Steve Larmer. I, I mean, and don't forget, I mean, not a lot of people could watch the games at that point. So there was kind of this 
very niche hockey group, right. hockey culture in Chicago that wasn't as widespread as it is now. Yeah, and That Correct. took over with, with Kane and Taves, but that's why Chelios resonates with that group and also yes. just the general hockey fans as well because he was that good. And I think it's a cool day, too, because you have Chelios. Many grew up watching him and being a fan. And then with Kane back and obviously the run they had. And then now Bedard. Like, they're all in the house together. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? It, it's it's across many generations of Blackhawks fans. I Kane wouldn't answer this question, but I basically asked him, you know, when you're watching Chris Chelios' number seven go up to the Raptors, are you even allowing yourself to think about what it's going to be like when 88 gets lifted up into the Raptors? I'm glad you brought that up because what do you think they do with Kane and Taves and the whole... It's free Stanley Cup winning era. It's tough. I, I don't know. I also don't think there's any wrong decisions right. because you're just you're honoring greatness and you're celebrating greatness. Yeah. But let's face it, it, it opened up a lot of different options when they retired Marion Hosa's number eighty one. Right. Because you might have thought originally it'd just be Kane, it'd just be Taves, and it'd just be Keith, those three. But if you honor Marion Hosa with the way you did, you probably have to do Brent Seabrook. Right. Maybe Patrick Sharp, Seabrook maybe not. also a seven, by the way. I know. And, and, you know, I know there's a lot of people that are kind of on the fence about celebrating this because how much people love Brent Seabrook. It's it's okay to love both. And right. It's okay to give both players their day. Honestly, I feel like you got to encourage it that way because when they eventually retire Brent Seabrook's number seven, imagine if they only did that. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people thinking, well, what about Chris Chelios? He needs his day. So today is his day in, in the Chicago Super Bowl that we're calling it. Today is the day Chris Chelios will have his number retired at the United Center. We are live from the Barn Hockey Bar. It's all sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Let's break out the Bandito. And we do, Chris Chelios, just quickly, does have a message for everyone here at the bar. Let, let's hear from, from Chelly. Yeah, guys, hope everyone is having a great time there. It's a crazy day, but I wanted to call it and say how much I appreciate all the love and support. Everyone's celebrating there at the barn. Actually, I want to get the bar around. Everyone. A shot at all Bandito Yankee tequila for everyone there. Thanks again, you guys. See you at the game and break out the Bandito. How about that? Chris Chelios just bought the entire bar around a El Bandito Yankee tequila shot. It's time to break out the Bandito. Appreciate you, Chelly. Chelly with a quick message to the fans here at the Barn Hockey Bar. A shot of El Bandito Yankee tequila. Uh, let's break out the Bandito. They broke out the Bandito a lot of your earlier, Joe. People have been having fun here at the Barn Hockey I was told there was a line out the door as, as they opened things up here earlier today. There's lines everywhere. There's <laughs> lines at the United Center. There's lines here at the Barn. And, you know, hopefully we're breaking out the Bandito during the game as well, not just here at the Barn. Detroit is in town. Patrick Kane returns to the UC. Chris Chelios will have his jersey retired today. It is a big day in Chicago, big day at the United Center. A big day here at the Barn Hockey Bar. We'll have plenty more coming up. This WGN Radio Sports Special is broadcasting live from the Barn Hockey Bar, sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Let's break out the Bandito. Blackwell over the flyer line, down the right wing, moving in front. He shoots, he scores! What a play by Blackwell! Now back to the Barn Hockey Bar, sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Here's the boys. Break out the Bandito, baby. Thank you, Chelly. Welcome into the WGN Radio Sports Special, broadcasting live from the Barn Hockey Bar. It's all sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Let's break out the Bandito. Chris Chelios will have his number retired at the United Center tonight. The ceremony 
uh, within the hour, and we will dip into that live. So you will hear from Chris Chelios when he does uh, have his speech ahead of the Jersey retirement. Patrick Kane is back in town with the Red Wings here, and it is a packed bar, the Barn Hockey Bar. This place is incredible, 1659 West Ogden. Tons of cool hockey stuff. They've got golf simulators. They've got retro video arcade games. They've got great food. We crushed a whole bunch of wings right before we went on air, on, uh, on air, Joe. Yeah, no, it was, it was good stuff, real good food here. I, I honestly had not been here, but I've only heard great things. And, uh, yeah, it, it definitely uh, fits the bill. Um, Chris Chelios bought everyone here a round of shots of El Bandito Yankee tequila and just got this <laughs> from our producer, Jack Heinrich. Connor Bedard entered the United Center today wearing a black Chris Chelios sweater with it. the C on it. Pretty, pretty it. cool stuff. Those black unis were awesome. Um, Joe Brand will have the official Blackhawks pregame beginning at 4.30, and I know you're going to hear from a lot of Chelios' former teammates as well, at Belfour, uh, Ronick, I believe, as well. We, we have some sound from Ronick that we could play later on, but, uh, yeah, also hearing from uh, Dennis Savard and um, it, it, I, I, Tony Amani, and, and just there's so many people that Chris Chelios has affected, and that was something that I talked with Jeremy Roenick about, was that as many friends as he has, he never treats the celebrities like celebrities. He said that's why everyone likes hanging out with him, because he just treats them as people, and I think that's why there's so many people here today. Again, a, a guest list of around 300 people, and, and everybody who's played with them says the same thing. You know, he was the worst guy to play against, but he was the best guy to play with. Right. And he was just mean and angry all the time when he'd play against them. That's what Kane had to say, that, you know, the first game against the Red Wings, he remembers getting a couple of checks to the back of him as he's up against the wall. And then uh, Chelios even said something like, oh, I'm trying to get a five-on-three penalty for you guys so you can win the game and get to the playoffs so we can beat you there. <laughs> like that, He had the smack talk, too. So it, it's just cool to to see the younger generation of hockey. I mean, because that's the thing now. Like, Bedard is a recipient of who Kane was out on the ice, and Kane caught the butt end of Chris Chelios' career. So it's cool to see the pages turning that way and all of it coming into one place here today and, and tonight at the United Center. 312-981-7200 is our phone number. If you have a favorite Chris Chelios moment... We want to hear it. Yeah, bring him in. I my first hockey, my first Hawks game. It was Chelios getting into multiple fights. He was battling out there, and uh, I was like, "This, this is my kind of player. I like it." Uh, do you have a, an early Chris Chelios memory, Joe? You know, I mean, I don't, well, it's not the, it's not the Blackhawks pregame show. I love when he called out the commissioner. I, I thought that was uh, very Chris Chelios like, and just also sticking up for his teammates and sticking up for his fellow players. Um, you know, it was such a, a rough thing that he didn't get to play much in the Winter Classic, and I know this isn't like a favorite memory because it's on the opposite side, but um, the way he just accepted going through uh, the adversity he had to deal with his head coach at the time and Mike Babcock and, and not letting it phase him too much and, and just being able to work past that, even though he should be playing against his hometown team at Wrigley Field on such a special day. But, you know, even him, who's a guy that's sometimes bigger than life, wasn't bigger than that moment right there. And he, he didn't pout about it. Uh, found a way to sneak in a, a couple of uh, adult beverages in a hockey game, which is pretty cool. But, uh, again, that's Let's just, hear more about that. Uh, that's he, he said that in a recent interview. Well, not a recent interview, a couple years ago, that he, he wasn't able to play. Mike, Mike Babcock wasn't putting him out there on the ice. And his kids are looking at him like, hey, you know, what's going on? And he's like, I'm sitting, I'm sitting. And then he does the hand gesture for a couple of cold ones. 
and they started handing them, I don't know, there wasn't Yeti cups at the time, but, but something like that, and maybe took down a, a, an adult beverage or two. It, it's like pitchers hanging out in the... Uh, like in Mark the, Burley it, in the World Series. Right, hanging out in the bullpen. By the way, I know this is primarily a hockey yeah. show today, but we need to address the big Cubs news of the day, which really happened overnight. And Cody Bellinger is returning. He has signed a three-year, $80 million deal. It's been reported. He does have uh, opt-out possibilities after the first and second seasons. But that was huge Cubs news this morning. And uh, to get that done uh, with Scott Boris, his agent, when there was uh, forgets, I didn't know. I didn't know if Bellinger was going to be back. And I think this is a great deal for the Cubs. I understand the opt-out, and you could lose him after one year. But I... I was thinking 150 million, 140 million. Yeah. That's three-year, 80 million dollars. So I think it works for both. I mean, maybe Bellinger's thinking, okay, if he has another year like he did this past year, and then can opt out, then get that huge contract. Maybe he was hoping for when he shows that consistency, because that was obviously one of the issues with the injuries and needed a big rebound type year. But uh, that was huge Cubs news today. Yeah, and I mean, not even just big Cubs news, but big baseball news. And and like, because he was what he was the the last best hitter available on the free yeah. agent market. Oh, for sure. It was Otani one, and then Bellinger was the second the second best position player. But I agree with you how well the deal works out, because it gives both teams options, and I mean, I understand that's why it was constructed, but the main thing was, we talked about it a lot, Kev, that this Cubs team didn't make the playoffs last year with Cody Bellinger. I know they've made a couple trades in the offseason, got a new manager, but I mean, you were still missing a very big bat without Cody Bellinger. Right. Now they get him, and yeah, I think I think the deal works out in both their favors. And even if he were to leave after this year, I mean, good on Jed Hoyer for getting it done. And honestly, it looks like the construction of the deal was probably what was best for the Cubs because if there was something else out there, he would have signed. And it, it gives Craig Council so many options now. Bellinger in the outfield, Bellinger at first, yeah, Bellinger to DH. There's a lot of other options available it now. Takes with pressure the, off a lot of other guys too. That's Joe Brand. I'm Kevin Powell. We are at the Barn Hockey Bar, 1659, just a, I don't know, 10-minute walk from the United Center. Great spot, new spot. Come on by. We'll be here until 4.30. And then Joe will have the official Blackhawks pregame as we get uh, ready for a very exciting day at the United Center. Chris Chelios' jersey retirement coming up uh, within the hour. And Patrick Kane returns to the UC with the Detroit Red Wings in town. Time for a break. Let's head to our newsroom, Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Hershey went to get it, got it to Bedard, to Foligno, backhand shot, he scores! Nick Foligno, bada boom, bada bang, and what a backhander from the slot! Now, back to the Barn Hockey Bar, sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Here's the boys. Break out the Bandito, baby. We will break out the Bandito, Shelly. I'm Kevin Powell alongside Joe Brand, and we are broadcasting live from the Barn Hockey Bar it's all sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Let's break out the Bandito. Chris Chelios ceremony coming up in about uh, 30, 40 minutes, and we will dip into that once Chelios uh, is giving his speech, Joe. And uh, we will get to that in about 30, 30 or 40 minutes here on WGN Radio. But we do want to talk to Chris Chelios' business partner. Jim Bob Morris is in the house here at the Barn Hockey Bar with El Bandito Yankee Tequila, which is fantastic tequila, Jim Bob. And... Uh, Let's talk about, you were a founder of Tequila. How did you and Chelly link up? We were talking earlier, it seems like Chelios knows absolutely everyone. Yes. And uh, give us the rundown. Where, how did you guys meet? How did you decide to come up with a tequila? Well, 
when Shelly was becoming a star, I was retiring from a very non-illustrious football career, okay? And so so we started hanging out a little bit, and then I used to hang out with Proby, and we had some of the same mutual friends. And so after he gets done, finally, you know, at the age of 90 or whenever he's retired. <laughs> By the way, I'm so proud of him. I just want to make sure everybody – I mean, he's, he's an amazing – he got me turned on to tequila. And so I – I really wasn't a tequila guy, and then I started drinking with him. We do his charities and go out and do the alleys and so forth. And so, then Ronick showed up, then Holy showed up, and all the guys showed up, and so it became kind of a drink fest. And te- tequila became a deal. And Shelly one night just goes, "We were at the Lux Bar at two thirty. We were drinking one of our competitors, and I said, Chris, I don't like it." He goes, what do you mean you don't like it? And I own a, a major food company. I supply all the big boys with ingredients. I go, Chris, I'm in food science labs half my life. It's adulterated. It's got vegetable glycerin and vanilla in it. And he looks at me and he goes, well, Mr. Agave, maybe we should do our own tequila. <laughs> it's 2.30, like every good business starts. <laughs> and I go, okay. <laughs> so here we are about $12 million later. <laughs> but uh, 24 states now. Uh, from December 19th of 2019, and man, I tell you what, we've had a lot of fun with it, and, and so proud to be a part of today with with Chris. I mean, what what a remarkable achievement that he had in a career. It's just it's unbelievable, and what a great business partner too. It sounds like you guys had some fun last night as well. Jim, uh, Bob. Yeah. Can you confirm? Yes, I, I can. I'm a little banged <laughs> up. I don't know if everybody out there, the listeners, understand what that means. I mean, we, we had a little we bit understand. too much. Okay. Yeah. Jim Bob is banged up, and so I'm recovering. You're playing hurt today. I'm playing hurt, and I got. I used to. I, I I've had 22 surgeries since I oh, started wow. playing, so I know what playing hurt means. I'm yeah. playing hurt today. <laughs> well, that sounds like the Chris Chelios way. <laughs> That's exactly right. Let me tell you something. Is that with Chelly? I mean, when we would go out and we started. Actually, when I went down to you know to Mexico to start this, I would come back with with some brew, and we would test it and have a big party, and we'd bring about thirty guys and we test it, and then they no, we didn't like it. I go back a couple weeks later. This went on so long ago. Finally, I go guys, come on! I mean, I know this is good. <laughs> well, talk about the tequila. I'm not a tequila expert. I like tequila every once in a while. What should give us the rundown on your brand, your style of tequila? Well, El Bandito Yankee. There's 3,300 plus tequilas out there right now. There's only 82 authentic tequilas, meaning they're not adulterated with some form of adulteration, whether it's vegetable glycerin or vanilla or caramel. We don't put any additives in. It's a true, authentic tequila based back from the days of the 1660s when the conquistadors introduced a how to distill. And so we took it back all the way to old school. Uh, we do everything just like they did when they invented it back in the 1600s. Um, and it's uh, we wanted to have something. Chris is about as authentic of a, a you know hockey player as there is. Right. And we wanted to stay authentic. And this is a, so when we're doing this, it's funny. And we were doing uh, El Bandito Yankee, and I asked him, I go, do you have a name? He goes, did you ever see the movie Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid? And I go, I've seen it a thousand times. He goes, well, there's a line in there after they rob a bank down in Bolivia or something, and they're riding off, and the colonel comes out, he goes, El Bandito Yankees! And I looked at him and go, I can work with that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my next question, where the name came from. From the Butch Cassidy Senate. So, so we're up here that night. I go home the next day. I always leave my television on at my at my house that makes me feel like somebody's there, okay? And so me and my girl are walking through. What is, swear to God, I'll bring her up here right now. What's playing on my television? I go, Amy, come here. 
look at this. Butch Cassidy said his kid were, were on it. And then the next thing you know, El Bandino Yankees. I go, oh, my God, we have to do this. It was a sign. <laughs> well, I love it. Tell, tell us more about your relationship with Chris. When, you, when he found out about the, the Jersey retirement and all of that, what, what can you tell us? Uh, what did he express to you when he did find out? And as the day, we've been counting down and to this day since early September. I, I'll tell you this. This, is, this reminds me of his 60th birthday when basically we spent like two months celebrating his 60th birthday. This, <laughs> this has been a long countdown, but you know, when he found out about it, and you know, Eddie, Eddie was there. Eddie, by the way, was at the party last night. I uh, did a great job performing. McEnroe was there. Gretzky was there. Rodman was there. Just, I mean, Cindy was there. Uh, Cindy Crowd was there. I mean, every, name who wasn't there. But uh, so when he found out, when it was announced, I got to tell you, he was shocked and taken so, you know, aback by it. Uh, it was really, and you never, I never see Chris kind of shocked. I mean, it seems like he's always ahead of the game. And it, it was, so we have a big bet, you know, is he going to cry? I can tell you this. He's going to talk about his family, and he's going to thank them for all the sacrifices. They think about this. He's played through three decades. Right. And so how many, you know, how, what did he miss with the kids? You know, what did he miss with the wife? So I think when he starts talking about the family, I got money on this. I think he's going to cry. At what point during his speech does he mention the tequila? Um, well, I hope <laughs> if he's talking for he 30... bring it up to the podium with him? <laughs> yeah, I do. I'd like to finish with break out the bandito. Break out, hey, we, hey, we're going to hopefully we're going to break out the bandito a lot today. But the reality of it is, is that if he's going to talk for 30 minutes, I hope he talks for 29 about tequila and El Bandito Yankee. But no, he's got so many people to thank. I mean, last night we had like 375 people at the party. And, you know, like when I say I'm banged up, I go, hey, we got home at 4 a.m. I went to bed at 4.05, and then we were up at 7.30 to plan for all this. So wow. play it hurt, man. Play it hurt. You yes. need a, a little, the El Bandito will get you through the day, though. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's, and what, it's what a great, hey, and against the Red Wings. Does it get any, right? does it get any better? Well, I mean, that's what we've been talking about. The storylines here, obviously. Detroit's back. Patrick Kane returns to the United Center. Chelly's getting his jersey retired. And we have the future on the roster right now in Connor Bedard. Everybody yeah. in the UC tonight, it, it worked out perfectly. It is. It really did. It's coming together magically. And here we are, you know, at the barn here uh, and getting ready to go over to the stadium and start this celebration. And I tell you what, to me, it feels like it's a playoff game. Yeah. You know, it does have the extra buzz to it. And, and we're going to dip into this the ceremony here in about 30 minutes when Chris does start talking. But uh, and, and look, we we all understand where the Hawks are at right now. We knew this was this is a rebuilding type year, but they have their guy in Connor Bedard, and to have everything going on that that is planned today, it. it it just jacks up the level of excitement for everybody. I mean, this place is packed here today. Well, I was with a bunch of NHL, you know, royalty last night. I mean, everybody, you know, Ronick and Holy and, and you know, Gilm, all of these guys were, we had like, you know, Gretzky. And so the question came up, how good is he? And everybody goes, he's, he's amazing. I mean, when you got a Hall of Famers saying that about you, there's only good things on the horizon for, for, for us in the Hawks with him. And the length of his career, we were talking about this earlier. The man refused to put to hang up the skates. I, and I asked him about that. I go, what was it, money? <laughs> or was it just, just like, like, and Chris laughs about it, but he's just a heck of a competitor, man. That's all, everything he does, he's, you know, I mean, if you look at it, it looks like he can still play. I yeah. mean, he really is. He's in great shape. So, like, he put a sauna in. And we were talking about this at lunch. I was with Jimmy John from Jimmy John's today and uh, <laughs> Charlie Jones, and we were talking about Chris put a sauna in, and he put a, a bike 
in the sauna. Oh, yeah. Okay? I mean, it's 170 degrees, and he's going to ride five miles, you know, on the bike in the sauna. And I'm like, going, who does that? I mean, wow. you know, that's too much work. I'm not doing that, Jim no, Bob. No, I need it. I'm sipping on tequila with you. Uh, it's Jim Bob Morris from El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Uh, thank you for stopping by. And a very special day with your buddy Chris, your business partner for Chris Chelios. And congrats again to Chelly on a very uh, special day. I, guys, I appreciate what you guys do. Thank you so much. And, hey, let's do this. Let's break out the bandita today and let's have, let's have raise a toast here to Chelly today. There we go. Break out the bandito. Uh, that's Jim Bob Morris. I'm Kevin Powell. And Joe Brand, you will be uh, heading to say goodbye to Jim Bob Morris here at the Barn Hockey Bar, which was a ton of fun. I kind of wanted to have him on even longer. Yeah, no, I, well, I'm sure he's going to hang around a little bit, so first, we might as well. First thing he said right when we when he uh, came to the broadcast was that he was banged up. They were having, <laughs> well, there was a lot of videos surfacing last night, early today, of, of Eddie Vedder playing and all the stars together and hanging out. Well. I, I'll tell you what, just El Bandito Yankee Tequila brings a lot of partiers and, and a lot of hardworking athletes and hard workers overall, and uh, just, just quite a fun time, too. I, I mean, that's cool about the story of how it all came to be. Yeah. Like you said, every every good company starts at 2.30 in the morning on a cocktail napkin. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, give us a rundown of what we can expect for the Chelio ceremony, which is going to get going here at about 310. Is that accurate, Joe? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I'm going to be dipping out a little bit. I- I'm thrilled. I mean, there's some pictures already surfacing out there. I mean, it looks like a walkway throughout the entire ice surface of the United Center. There's seven banners hanging down. I mean, the Hawks always do such a phenomenal job with these things. The Marion Hosa ceremony was something to really be at. Um, it sounds like Pat Foley is going to probably introduce yeah. the, the majority of it and obviously the connection that he and Chris Chelios have and then of course Chelios' speech I'm sure as we mentioned before a ton of his former teammates will be in attendance and then the coolest thing is we're going to see a Patrick Kane tribute video too right. I mean it's just the theatrics are out the wazoo for this game today and we will dip into the Chris Chelios speech just after 3 o'clock so continue to listen this is the WGN Radio Sports Special we're broadcasting live from the Barn Hockey Bar Sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Let's break out the Bandito. The Kurashev rolling through the high slot. The Menard right circle. Shoots, he scores! Connor Menard! Tyler Johnson put the puck in from the net. Menard shoots, he scores! And this time it counts! Now back to the Barn Hockey Bar. Sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Here's the boys. Break out the Bandito, baby. Welcome back into our WGN Radio Sports Special. I'm Kevin Powell. We are with you until 4.30 when we hand it off to, to Joe Brand for our Blackhawks pregame show, Puck Drop at 5. A special night at the United Center. It's the Hawks and the Red Wings. Patrick Kane is back at the UC. And Chris Chelios to have his jersey retired tonight. And we will be bringing part of that to you live. When Chelios talks at the ceremony, we will dip into that as we continue to broadcast live from the Barn Hockey Bar, 1659 West Ogden, which is awesome. I had been here before when it was a previous bar, a a different name. The the vibe in here is awesome. They have a ton of TVs, so whether you're going to the UC for a hockey game or a basketball game or an event, it doesn't matter. This is the perfect spot to hang before you do head to the United Center. They've got all the games on. They've got some retro hockey uh, video games. They've got all kinds of signed memorabilia. They've got the bubble hockey going. And they even have golf simulators. I, I feel that just continues to grow, that market, the golf simulator market. And they've got a couple here. 
at the Barn Hockey Bar. So it's got kind of everything you could want, and they have great food here, too. Uh, believe me, I have sampled the menu, and it is delicious. Had some wings, had some nachos as well. But uh, a big day at the United Center. We're having a ton of fun at the Barn Hockey Bar. If you're headed to the game, feel free to stop by and uh, hang out with us up until 4.30, and then we'll hand it off to Joe Brand for the official Blackhawks pregame show here on WGN. There's been so much talk about this jersey retirement and many reflecting on the career of Chris Chelios. We were just talking to Jim Bob Morris from El Bandito Yankee Tequila. He is a business partner with Chris, and they started the tequila company together, and they were having a lot of fun last night. You heard Jim Bob talk about who was in attendance. Gretzky was there. Eddie Vedder was playing music for him. I think he said Dennis Rodman showed up. Chris Chelios seems to know everybody, and everybody seems to really enjoy time with Chelly. So they were having some fun last night, and uh, it was described to me as uh, banged up, is the way Jim Bob Morris put it, that they were having a lot of fun last night. I do want to get to a little bit of sound here um, from just leading up to this day, because it, it is a special one at the UC. We have the Chelios retirement. Patrick Kane is back. Anytime the Hawks play the Red Wings, I don't care where they are in the standings. I don't care that they don't play as much as they used to. There is still a, an extra level of buzz when the Hawks and Red Wings play. So we have the Chelios retirement, Kane are back, Hawks and Red Wings, and Connor Bedard obviously talked about uh, Chelios a lot. Um, talked about Patrick Kane, and he says Patrick Kane actually reached out to him right when Bedard was taken number one, and that news was made official and was supportive. So you love to hear that, but let's let's check in with Connor Bedard and hear what he had to say leading up to today. I'm just pumped for the video tribute. I think it's going to be pretty nasty. He had some <laughs> he had some sick highlights here. I've watched every one of his mixtapes probably a hundred times with his with his stuff. So uh, I mean, I'm pumped for that, and I think for him it's going to be a pretty special night. Obviously, with with Shelly getting uh, the, the jersey too is. Uh, it's going to be a cool night for sure, but uh, we got a lot of time till then, a lot of games that, that we're focused on, on right now, so kind of worry about that when it gets a little closer. you surprised his heartbreak selling is so popular 11 years after he started it? Uh, no, I mean, you kind of pioneer something, and you know, it's pretty cool, so whenever someone does it, it's always traced back to him, which I think is, is pretty sweet, so um, he's had some he's had some cool sellies, um, you know, in his ears, so um, you know, he's, he's an icon in the game, and he's someone that He's going to be remembered forever, and, and he's still playing at such an elite level, and he's still, like, point per game and, and buzzing on uh, on that team. So, uh, I mean, I love watching him play. I love following, following what he does um, for the last, whatever, 10, 20 years of my whole life. Not 20, but, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's, uh, he's a fun guy to watch. All right, let's, uh, we're going to check in with Patrick Kane, too, as well. He spoke with reporters at the team hotel this morning. There was no morning skate for Detroit, so he was kind enough to, to meet with reporters at the team hotel. But Connor Bedard was referencing the, the video tribute to Patrick Kane, which is expected to be played at the UC in the first time out tonight. So it, it'll be special for a lot of different reasons. But Kaner, 88, back at the UC. I've seen a ton of Kane jerseys here at the Barn Hockey Bar. And uh, let's hear from, from Kane leading up to tonight. So is it hitting you yet, or is it probably going to take until you get there for it to, to hit you? Yeah, I think when you, when you um, you know, just fly back into the city, driving back uh, downtown, kind of see the skyline and everything like that, it's, um, you know, hits home a little bit more. But uh, I'm sure it'll probably um, all come back to me a little bit tonight, you know, especially... You know, with uh, with everything going on, with um, you know the Chelios jersey retirement, and um, you know uh, me being my first game back, and just 
kind of take it all in, enjoy it, and just, um, you know, enjoy the whole night. Are you nervous, anxious? <laughs> um, no, I don't, I don't know if I'm nervous. I think I'm just more, uh, you know, just looking forward to everything, kind of excited about just the whole night in general. Um, you know, I keep thinking, like, I'm not going to have too much emotion, but I guess you never know once um, those things kind of go down. So um, just kind of looking forward to see seeing how everything unfolds. As somebody that's appreciated the history of hockey as much as you have throughout your career, does it mean more with what Chris Chelios means to USA Hockey to have that tonight and your first game back? Yeah, I mean, I think um, just knowing Shelly, too, like he's been such a big supporter of USA Hockey, and not only that, I feel like he's been a great friend to me. And, uh, um, you know, even when I was kind of going through the whole process this summer, just kind of like checking in with him and talking talking to him a little bit about certain situations was, was very beneficial for me. So, um, you know, for me, it's like a, another friend is getting a, a great honor tonight. And... Um, you know, you add that on top of how much he's meant to the Blackhawks and USA Hockey and um, just the legend that he is and how long he played. It's uh, um, pretty cool. It kind of goes hand in hand. When you think about arriving at the United Center and the uh, opponent's bus and going to the visitor's locker mm-hmm. room, do you think it's going to be strange? Sort of? Yeah. Yeah, someone was telling me yesterday not to, you know, just keep walking to the <laughs> to the Blackhawks room. Like you got to turn right at some point to go into the visitors' room. So um, it'll be a little bit different. I mean, I've never really been in that room except for like um, you know maybe one or two days in, in training camp when they would have the the uh, red and white scrimmage there. You know, with um, you know fill, filling out the building in those training camp scrimmages. So um, that's probably the only time I've really been in there. So. Um, It'll be a little bit different, but I think it's just like, you know, try to treat it like another road road game. I know it isn't, but um, hopefully settle in quickly and just kind of play tonight. Are you, you going to be watching the Chelios ceremony? Yeah, I think our plan is to go out. Um, so I think, um, you know, he obviously meant a lot to the Blackhawks organization, but the Red Wings as well. So I think as a team we're going to go out and um, definitely participate and watch for a little bit. That's Kaner, Patrick Kane this morning talking with uh, local Chicago reporters here as the Blackhawks get set to welcome the Detroit Red Wings to the United Center. Chris Chelios to have his jersey retired. It was interesting to hear what Kaner had to say about it. And, uh, you know, he talked about Connor Bedard a little bit too. And uh, this is kind of a fun day on a lot of different levels. But you do have Chelios from a different generation, then Kaner, and then Bedard, the future of the organization. And it's, it's cool to have them all together at the United Center at the same time. So the storylines are all there, and the stars will be at the United Center to support their buddy Chris Chelios, who seems to know just about everybody in town. They were having fun last night celebrating. Eddie Vedder was playing. Uh, Dennis Rodman was there. Wayne Gretzky was there. So they have uh, had a, a, a stacked party over the, uh, these last couple of days for their buddy Chris Chelios. We will bring you the Chris Chelios jersey retirement ceremony coming up just after the news, so stay with us. We will dip into Chelios' speech, and we will bring you that live here on WGN Radio. So this is a, a very fun day, and this has been been great to be at the, the Barn Hockey Bar at 1659 West Ogden. If you've never been, hi, highly recommend you step by. This is the WGN Radio Sports Special, broadcasting live from the Barn Hockey Bar, sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Let's break out the Bandito. 
Sanderson in on goal, blocker save made, but Art got it back, shoots and scores! He's a dynamic player, he's electric with the puck. Johnson put the puck in front of the net, but Art shoots and scores! And this time it counts! Live from the Barn Hockey Bar, taking you right into Blackhawks hockey. Oh, this is just fantastic. It's Powell and Brand. Both men of Chicago. Sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Break out the Bandito, baby. Here's the boys. We are a little over an hour away from Blackhawks hockey. Joe Brand will have the pregame at 4.30 from the United Center with the Blackhawks hosting the Detroit Red Wings. Patrick Kane and the Red Wings. I'm Kevin Powell at the Barn Hockey Bar, which is a, a newish spot, 1659 West Ogden, right near the United Center. It is a ton of fun. It's been packed all day with Blackhawks fans. Red Wings fans are here. I see a Chelios jersey right in front of me. Let's go to Joe Brand, who has made his way to the United Center, and he's in the WGN broadcast booth. Joe, give us the scene there. What's the buzz like at the United Center as we get uh, close to the Chelios jersey retirement ceremony? It's pretty cool, Kev. I mean, this place is almost packed. Uh, Just a few empty seats in the actual United Center right now. Not only is there... Like this circle right in the middle of the ice surface here at the UC, but there's a giant carpeted walkway. I imagine a ton of Chelios's former teammates, uh, Chelios and his family, will be coming through there. Um, there's different little video boards, two hanging from each side of the video board, the main one in the middle. Uh, two right by the entrance of the ice as well. There's a giant number seven behind the stage at center ice. Uh, there's a red carpet through the Blackhawks uh, bench right now. And actually, you know, it looks like Danny Wirtz, Jamie Faulkner, Kyle Davidson, Pat Foley are, are coming out of that Blackhawks bench right now. Uh, so they're probably going to be making their way to the stage any moment now. Um, Everyone is here and and decked out, obviously, red, white, and black. There's a handful of Red Wing sweaters. We saw a ton of them at the barn. Uh, That has continued here. Uh, There's, okay, so now I'm I'm just getting an understanding of the lay of the land right now. But at the one end of um, where the Hawks goaltender is for two out of the three periods is an LED board box. And it's got Chris Chelios' name, his number there. That's where the banner is right now. As, as far as I can tell. So it looks like that's where the banner will be raised up from. And this is just a, a cool ambiance right now. Again, these extra little video boards on the side of the main video board are almost transparent. You can almost see right through it and see the other end of the standings. And it's just kind of a montage of uh, different pictures of Chris and his number seven being floated around. It's just, it's a cool buzz here right now, Kev. Uh, walking in, saw a handful of Fans getting their own replica Chris Chelios number seven banners. They can hang in the garage, their bar, their living room, wherever you want. Um, but it's it's pretty cool. It's it's a pretty cool feeling right now. And again, the Hawks do such a good job with all of these. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. And obviously, this was a a date on the calendar circled for quite some time for a lot of Blackhawks fans. And who are we expecting to talk to, Joe? I know Chris Chris will eventually give his own speech, and Pat Foley was expected to be there as well. Anybody else planning on, on talking at the ceremony for Chelios? Yeah, you know, I'm not sure. Again, I, it's to my understanding that Foley's going to be kind of emceeing this whole event, and again, he's hanging out in the Blackhawks bench right now with a lot of the Blackhawks top brass, and then Chris will eventually obviously have his speech. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to cover that in pretty much entirety. We're planning on covering it in entirety at least, and uh, just just a fun fun environment right now it's really cool 
Have you had the the Chelly's chili yet, Joe? I've been asking you. I, I was <laughs> no, at the, no, I, was I at, haven't, and I know you have. On. So you, uh, uh, so you can tell the missed, folks. Yeah, anybody who missed this, the, the Blackhawks did a really cool thing at the atrium for the entire month because there've been a whole bunch of Blackhawks hockey at the UC in February, and in the atrium they have it's called Chelly's Chili. Because Chelios used to have a, a Chelly's Chili, so it's like a, a throwback, and it's a little chili stand. And I was I was going to the game just as a fan uh, a couple of weeks or two ago, and I stopped. I'm like, I got to try this chili, and it is fantastic chili, Joe. Chelly's <laughs> Chili delivers. I, I I'm pretty sure that the replica Chelly's Chili is going to be at the United Center Atrium for the rest of the month of February. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to have a couple more opportunities. Uh, up here in the booth, we've got a, a television feed of NBC Sports Chicago, Kev, and we just saw uh, John McEnroe, Pat Foley, Theo <laughs> Epstein is wow. here. Uh, Eddie Vedder, we saw a big hearty handshake between Theo Epstein and uh, and Eddie Vedder. So, I mean, the guest list just is kind of continuing, and it honestly looks like we're, we're about to start any minute now. So, again, it, it looks like it's going to start with Pat Foley, and then once... Uh, Chris Chelios takes the floor for his speech. We'll we'll bring it to you right here on 720 WGN. But looks like we're starting here as Troy Murray's flashing his uh, flashing wristband right in my face. And man, UC is just lighting up like crazy right now. This is really cool. All right. Well, we will uh, take a quick break. Uh, most much of this will be visual, which will not work on the radio. But when Chris does talk, we will dip into that live here on WGN Radio. That's uh, Joe Brand, who will be bringing you the Blackhawks pregame show which starts at 4.30. I am live from the Barn Hockey Bar. The show sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Let's break out the Bandito. We'll hear from Chris Chelios coming up on WGN. Johnson top of the left circle. Put it in front. Dickinson shoots. He scores! Dickinson grabbed his own rebound and scooped it past the fallen Corpusello with 152 left on the clock. It's now 3-2 now back to the Barn Hockey Bar, sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Here's the boys. Break out the Bandito, baby. We have broken out the Bandito, Chris Chelios, who will be honored at the United Center this afternoon. Pat Foley addressing the crowd at the UC. Uh, much of the ceremony is visual, but once Chris does uh, begin his speech, we will dip into that at the United Center. I'm Kevin Powell at the Barn Hockey Bar, 1659 West Ogden. It's uh, all sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Let's break out the Bandito, which is a tequila company that Chris Chelio started with Jim Bob Morris, who stopped by earlier, and they were having a ton of fun last night celebrating uh, Chelios and getting his jersey retired. So it's been a fun couple of days here. A lot of celebrities were here. Joe, uh, who's at the United Center now, say Theo Epstein was there. Uh, Wayne Gretzky was out with Chelios. Rodman, Eddie Vedder. Uh, so a star-studded affair at the United Center. Patrick Kane is back in town as well. And uh, before we get to Chris Chelios and uh, his speech, and we are monitoring that, you won't miss anything when, when Chris Chelios does get going at the United Center. But uh, Kaner did meet with the reporters this morning. Uh, the Red Wings did not have a morning skate, but he did make himself available to the Chicago Express, uh, Chicago Press and uh, reflected on a lot because there are a lot of different storylines today with Kaner back, Kane facing Bedard, the Chelios jersey retirement, all of that. And uh, here was a little bit of Patrick Kane this morning. However much you do get to soak in the Chelios ceremony, do you allow yourself to take it in and think, you know, this is going to happen to me one day? <laughs> Not really, no. Um, I think it's just more, just more focused on today, to be honest with you. I think we'll enjoy the ceremony and just... 
um, hearing what Shelly has to say and obviously seeing the number go in the rafters, but um, I think the focus on that is just kind of settling in and getting ready to play. Have you thought about being on the wrong end of the uh, Detroit chance that usually happens? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a few, few of those tonight. So, um, you know, it was uh, such a big rivalry when I came in, right? I mean, uh, even in 2009 when we lost them in the conference finals, like that was the team we knew we kind of had to get over the hump against. And 2010 was great winning, but even like 2013 being down 3-1 and coming back and de- beating Detroit like that – kind of gave us some sort of validation that we we could beat that team so um i know it's different conferences and you don't see each other as much now but i'm sure that rivalry still you know resonates with a lot of fans how much do you want to score tonight what's that how much do you want to score tonight i don't know i mean you want to score every game right i think uh, that's what that's what i'm trying to get the i know it's a different night and it's you know you're back in chicago and you want to play well but i think uh you try to get your mind in the right right spot where you just kind of treat it like you're playing another game and you want to produce every night so um yeah a couple of curveballs for you uh is Shelly Osa the greatest American born player and uh does Chicago or Detroit have a bigger claim to him what's that the Chicago or Detroit have the bigger oh. claim to Shelly Osa? uh I don't know I mean he had success in, in both places I think right now you can definitely make that argument that he's he's probably the greatest American player of all time. I mean, I don't think you could someone would look at you funny or, or challenge that. I mean, he's uh, had an unbelievable career and uh, played a long time. His longevity was incredible. Uh, won Stanley Cups, Norris Trophies. Um, so, yeah, very fond of, of Jelly. Do you remember anything about playing against him in the 2009 Winter Classic or just anything about that game in particular? Not that game. I remember, um, I think it was 2007 or 2008. We were in Chicago. We had a power play, and um, the puck was kind of stalled in the corner, and um, I had my, my back facing the net. Felt about seven cross checks on my back, turned around, and uh, I was looking to see if there was going to be a penalty, but uh, the ref kind of let it go for a little bit. So I decided to whack him back a couple times, and then uh, I think it might have been the 12th cross check on my back that they finally called a penalty. And uh, and we got a five on three out of it and scored. And then after he was saying he wanted he wanted to get a wanted to give us a five on three so we could make the playoffs that year. So <laughs> I don't think he was too honest about that one, but. Uh, um, and then, of course, my mom's, like, mad about it after saying, like, oh, he's the same age as me. Like, what's he doing? Like, what can I do? So, uh, but after that, we became pretty close, I guess. <laughs> we got time for a little more if anybody has one. You were just saying how you were talking with Chelios uh, during your whole process. Did, did you have anything to ask him about being a longtime Chicago and going to Detroit and what that would be like at all? Um. Not so much about that. I mean, I think it was a different situation. I was just trying to learn more about the organization and just um, things like that, but um, not really so much about switching organizations, right? I mean, I think, uh, you know, my time in Chicago was probably at an end when when it ended, and that's just the way it was. So I don't think anyone was really going to hold a grudge um, on the situation I was in. That was Patrick Kane this morning talking to Chicago reporters from the Red Wings Hotel in downtown Chicago. No morning skate for Detroit, so Kane was uh, kind enough to meet with the press this morning at the team hotel and covered a lot there. Was asked if he thinks Chelios is the greatest American-born player. I think Patrick Kane, when it's all said and done, will have that honor. 
um, and, and talked about Bedard a little bit, talked about some of the uh, the ribbing he got from Chelios on the ice when they did play one another. But, uh, you know, these, these major storylines all kind of coming together, which worked out just perfect. And, and as Joe alluded to earlier, the Blackhawks really do a great job with the, with the pregame ceremonies and, and all of that good stuff. So it is a big night at the United Center, and the stars are out supporting their buddy Chris Chelios. I know they were having fun last night, and it sounds like it is a celebrity-packed arena over at the United Center. Pre-game is going to start at 4.30. Joe Brand will bring you that. Puck drop at 5 as the Blackhawks host the uh, Red Wings. And we will bring you the Chris Chelios speech uh, coming up here on WGN. Currently a uh, tribute video on the United Center video board. Pat Foley is emceeing things at the UC and some of his former teammates are all on the ice uh, with Chris Chelios at the United Center. So a pretty cool scene, and it's been uh, exciting over the past uh, couple of days. And really, we've had this on the calendar since September 8th, I think the date was announced. Uh, uh, Chelios would get his number retired. We talked to Jim Bob Morris earlier from El Bandito Yankee Tequila. That's the tequila brand that, that he has with Chris Chelios, and he's, he talked about how surprised Chelios was and how excited he was when he did find out that he was getting his number retired by the Blackhawks. And you look ahead to what some of the other numbers they, they might retire eventually. And Kane, obviously, Taves, of course, Keith, Seabrook, who's also number seven. I think maybe there's a chance they're going to do something for that entire, you know, three the, the core of the three Stanley Cup teams. I could see them maybe doing something a little special for the core players there. But uh, the numbers continue to add up as the, uh, the Blackhawks history continues on and so many great players that have come through this town. And, and another storyline tonight is Connor Bedard, with his chance to face Patrick Kane. Uh, similar styles in a way, similar body frames in Bedard and Patrick Kane, but Bedard has talked about his relationship with Patrick Kane and um, how those two have, have connected. And Patrick Kane has been totally open to Bedard and talking about the, the, the number one pick and the pressure on all of that, but has had nothing but good things to say about Connor Bedard. So uh, a lot of a lot of fun storylines at the United Center all coming together. This worked out perfect with Detroit. I'm broadcasting live from the Barn Hockey Bar, 1659 West Ogden. And uh, it is awesome. If you haven't had a chance to stop by yet, it's a new-ish bar. Uh, uh, but it's it's a hockey bar. It is what it sounds. There's a Zamboni. They've got old-school retro NHL arcade games. There's bubble hockey. There's all kinds of autograph memorabilia. They've got a ton of TVs. Every booth they have has three TVs in it. So you, you won't miss anything. There's TV on each side and then against the wall. So, so you can dialed in for, uh, for any game you're trying to watch. But uh, it is a hockey bar, but this is a perfect spot to hang if you're going to the UC for anything, whether it's basketball, whether it's hockey, whether it's a concert. Uh, it is a short walk away from the United Center. And they have virtual golf simulators, which I love. Uh, I just saw a couple guys walk in with their golf clubs, and they're headed, headed to the back to go play golf. So... A little bit of everything here at uh, the Barn Hockey Bar as we await the Chris Chelios retirement, uh, Jersey retirement ceremony at the United Center. We will bring you that live. Uh, currently, they are airing a Chris Chelios tribute video at the UC, which wouldn't really make sense if we played it on the radio. It's all visual, and it is a, a cool scene happening at the United Center. But uh, once Chelios gets to the microphone, we will bring you that live here on WGN Radio. Joe Brand will have the pregame at 4.30, and we'll check in with Joe once the ceremony has wrapped. He has made his way from the bar 
to the WGN Radio broadcast booth alongside John Wideman and Troy Murray, who will bring you the game action coming up at 5. So just over an hour away until we get to our Blackhawks coverage with Joe Brand. In the meantime, uh, I'm hanging out at the bar and hockey bar. Plenty of time. If you're headed to the game, swing by. There's some chairs and some, some tables and seats have opened up as some have made their way to the United Center to watch the Chris Chelios jersey retirement. But we are having a lot of fun at the bar and hockey bar. This WGN Radio Sports Special is all brought to you by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Let's break out the Bandito and let's get to the news with Ron Brown. I'm Kevin Powell at the Barn Hockey Bar. Chris Chelios taking the mic at the United Center for his Jersey retirement ceremony. Chris Chelios. Um, it's so hard to believe that this is actually happening today, and I'm so grateful. Uh, being from Chicago, uh, being a fan, Chicago sports fan, my whole life, uh, my lifetime, I've got to see every one of our teams win a championship, the 1985-86 Bears. My 2005 Chicago White Sox, the good old boys on the south side. My Northsiders on the Cubs, 2016. We all saw what the Bulls did in the 90s. Too many championships to repeat the years, but what a crazy run that was and a crazy time for the city. And then to follow what the Chicago Blackhawks did, from 2010, three Stanley Cups, and I was there loving every minute of it. There's something really special about this recognition, and hopefully by the time I'm done speaking, you're gonna understand how much I love the city of Chicago, the Chicago Blackhawks, my teammates, the fans, my friends, and most of all, my family. The most unique thing here for me, thinking about this, and when I first found out that I was going to get my jersey retired, that I'm only one of two Chicago-born athletes to have their jersey retired in their hometown. And it just so happened that he was one of my childhood heroes, Dick Buckus. He was the epitome of the south side of Chicago, big, mean, tough. And they say, be careful, you beat your heroes. Sometimes you're disappointed, but he didn't disappoint. I've known Dick for 20 years and his wife, Helen, and their kids. Um, just an amazing person, and I was honored to be a friend to him. And this is a crazy story that happened just this morning. You're going to think I'm not telling the truth. I'm known for taking that sauna, right? They used to take saunas all the time. So this morning, I go take my sauna at Red Square, the Russian bathhouse over on Division Street, and as I'm checking in, there's these two big guys standing at the front desk. And there's no word alive. One of them turns around and was look, I was looking at a ghost. And I kind of looked and my eyes, I'm thinking my heart just dropped. And the other kid turns around, he's even bigger. It's Dick Butkus's nephews, Luke and Zach Butkus. So if that's not a sign from Dick, I don't know what is. That's crazy. I've had the opportunity to represent my country numerous times um before i think four olympics right out that's it i don't uh, but it was always an honor and most of all because i was representing the city of chicago and the blackhawks also there's all kinds of great athletes that came out of chicago illinois and i've always cheered for them always pulled for them just like you did as a u.s olympian there's one that comes to mind i want to talk about eddie olchek because we came up together and played in the 84 team eddie i love you and your family 
The other one, I thought it would, she should be here. And on short notice, flew in from Vancouver, Downers Grove, Illinois, Cami Granado from the Granado family. I've been friends with the Granado family since 1984, 85, obviously playing with their brother Tony. Cami is arguably, arguably the best woman hockey player ever to play the game, but there's one thing for sure, she's the best ever from Illinois. God bless her, Cami, I love you, thank you. So I've never been the kind of guy who looked before he leaped, or leaped, I should say. I never worried about consequences, never liked to lose, hated failure, but it didn't bother me. I just looked ahead. I never looked at yesterday, always what was next. So I think that was one of my strongest virtues. Um, as a kid growing up in Chicago, I didn't have any expectations of becoming a professional hockey player. It just wasn't the thing back then. There's only, I believe, six or seven NHL players from the States. And uh, I played it because I loved it. You know, that, that's all it was. I just loved skating, uh, never thought about anything, didn't even know the path that it took. But once I found out that it might be a reality later in my years, I was all in. I threw everything I had in. I, I worked as hard as I could. So many breaks, so much luck. And the fate, whatever you want to call it, I ended up here today, and it's amazing. I can't, still can't believe I'm making this speech, quite honestly. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> Chicago shaped me to be who I am today. Born and raised on the south side, you're taught to be humble. You're taught to be respectful. Everybody was hardworking. And speaking of hard work, I'll just take a second. I want to thank all the policemen and women, firemen, first responders for putting your lives on the line for us each and every day to protect this city. Your hard work doesn't go unnoticed. As I mentioned, I was the smallest kid really in my class, on my teams, but, but as I got older, people would always remind me that you don't have a chance to go anywhere. You're too small. Teammates, uh, for one second there, my dad actually told me I better go to school, get a college degree, because you don't have much of a chance of continuing a career and making a living at it. But it all started, mom, mom sneaks behind dad's back, we go to Ace Hardware, we buy a $5 pair of skates, two sizes too big, so we saved a little money, I wore them for like two years, stuffed them with socks, start skating on some outdoor arena about five blocks from the house, it used to be a, a basketball court in the summers, and then they called it Candy Cane Park. They painted it red and white in the wintertime. And that's where I skated. The firemen flood the park. And I bounced around on that thing. And sooner or later, my dad probably said, you know, he looks like he likes it a lot. So nobody from that neighborhood, first of all, because of the cost, you know, it was expensive to play hockey even back then. So my dad just ran into a little good fortune at the time. So he bought me the best pair of skates. He bought me the best equipment, put me on a team. Obviously, the rest was history. So I grew up to play for first team was in Willow Springs, the Stingrays, where I attended a Dennis Hull hockey school, of all things, where all the Blackhawks were our, our teachers and on the ice, and I got the bug. I got to see Bobby Hull, Stan Makita, Tony Esposito, and that's where I just, I just fell in love more with the Hawks. And my dad had taken me to the games as a child to see them, and I actually got to meet them. 
I continue to play for teams, the St. Jude Knights on the south side. Yeah, there's a bunch of St. Jude Knights here. Bunch of guys from the caravan are here, Mount Carmel Caravan. Right? And I can't thank these guys enough for all the support they've given me. I just hope, like you guys, they feel like they got a piece of this. They get a piece of me because in some way, I'll drop some names tonight, some famous, some not, but all of them had played some big role in me getting to here today. There's no question about that. I finished off, I remember Pat telling that story about when I won the state championship and the Kennedy Cup in the same day. That was one heck of a day. I don't think anybody's ever done that, but I did have two other teammates that had to do the same thing. Uh, Mike Skrzynski and Mike Getty had to take that long trip to Waukegan from Homewood Flossmoor to accomplish that task. The sad day when I moved from Chicago at 15, right, Ma? We packed up. Who knows why? Dad had another bad deal in restaurants, right? And that, was, <laughs> that didn't go too good. So my dad ends up moving to San Diego, and I thought, that's it. You know, that's probably it for my hockey career. And, you know, I just, it, it didn't matter to me. I, I started surfing. You know, I actually started doing better in school. And it was something that, you know, I never looked back, like I said. And all of a sudden, that day hit. I ran into a kid on a beach, and he's right here with me today. He's been with me since the beginning. His name is Bobby Parker. So, Bobby Parker, stand up, man, please. I wasn't playing hockey at the time, and I ran into Bobby at the beach, and he said, listen, you're pretty good, but why don't you take this phone number of this coach up in Moose Jaw? You know, maybe he'll give you a tryout. He did, and the rest was history. So, unbelievable right place at the right time with Bobby. And then Bobby actually went back to end up being my partner for a couple years, so amazing. Okay, I'll go fast forward here. I think my, my, my career was so long, I'm trying to shorten this. I'm looking at the clock here too, it's at six minutes and 33 seconds, so I'm doing okay. <laughs> After Moose Jaw, I went on to play two years at Wisconsin, and I picked Wisconsin. Yeah, we got some Badgers in the crowd, right? And I simply picked Wisconsin because it was closest to Chicago. That's a God's truth. It's an easy trip for my friends. I continued on to play for the 84 Olympic team and then turned pro. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Montreal because the team I broke in with and I, the Molson family is more than generous throughout my whole career there. The day I was traded to Chicago was the greatest day of my life. The summer of 1991, I got that phone call from Serge Savard. It was the shortest phone call you could ever imagine. I thought, my heart dropped when he said I was traded, but he continued to say, but I traded you home to Chicago. I hung up that phone. I called my mom and dad out in San Diego. Let's go, you guys. We're moving back home. So in two weeks, three weeks, we were back in Chicago. Mom and dad caught that first opening game against the Rangers. Unbelievable. It just it was a dream come true. A team you're grow up watching and all of a sudden I'm walking up those stairs the old stadium and I'm stepping on the ice and those 90s were unbelievable that the city was on fire and I'll get to the Bulls later but it was amazing my first year here we had the all-star game you know just a stroke of luck and we have the 91 all-star game and playing in front of the hometown crowd the Gulf War was exciting the passion the emotion the flags and I think that's where Chicago Wayne Messmer made their mark throughout the NHL and the country what Chicago was all about. And that old stadium just had a special thing about it. 
I sit here and look to the right at some of my teammates, guys we battle with. I love when Eddie walked in today and they start chanting that name again, Eddie. Never forget that in the nineties, that old stadium. But JR, Tony, Savvy, all these guys, Carnes. I would have everybody out here if I could that I play with on the Blackhawks. They told me I could only have so many chairs. So this is the way it ended up. But thank you guys for being there. You're a great honor to play with. We were going head to head that year with the Bulls. Every other night it seemed like we were playing and we were winning. We were on an 11 game win streak that year in the playoffs. Mr. Wirtz, Bill Wirtz, hated that. He wanted more games. He wanted tickets. He wanted, but we were sweeping everybody. So it was just going so fast. And of course, feeding off the Bulls, watching them win championships, it made me hungrier, it made our teammates hungrier, but it had a little bit of a special war for me because I was from Chicago and watching my home team city of the Bulls, you know, win those championships. And then we go to, of course, Michael Jordan, who became a dear friend of mine. Without a doubt, the king. I met Michael. That same summer, 1991, at a White Sox game. And we hit it off right from the start. And like that old phrase they use, I want to be like Mike. Well, I really did want to be like Mike. I drank what he drank. And I'm not talking about the Gatorade. I ate what he ate. And one thing I did, which I hadn't done my previously in my career, was train properly. And I... I've just watched him after every game with, I think it was Tim Grove, who's his, his trainer. And I thought to myself, well, if Michael's got a trainer, that might be my edge. I'll get a trainer. So I saw a guy in a gym in 1993-94 training some other hockey player, and I just kind of walked over and introduced myself. T.R. Goodman. TR challenged me from 1993 to 2010 when I retired. Early mornings, you know, driving up that coast. I couldn't wait to see TR because I wanted to challenge him as much as I, he challenged me. And I said love hate at the Hall of Fame thing, and I didn't even I think it was the wrong phrase. He corrected me there. I don't know why. I still don't know why. But like I said, he was exactly what I needed. Yeah, he trained my kids when they were old enough. Um, and TR, I want to thank you. That's the reason why I lasted as long as I did. TR, thank you very much for everything. We talk about the Bulls. Lastly, there's another element that came in, which gave this team, I'd just say, a little more character on the court and off the court. And he's here to support me today also. His name's Dennis Rodman. Thank you, Dennis. I still love you, Dennis. And incidentally, if it wasn't for Dennis, I would have never met Eddie Vedder. I used to chase Dennis all over town at night. And we out went one night, late night, and me and Eddie ended up in the same room, and the rest was history. We'll get to that. Okay, then the sad part came. I got traded. I'll, I'll say to the... I won't say the enemy. Let, I'll give it to him, yeah. Go ahead, give it to him.
I'm sorry, Danny. <laughs> but it didn't matter. All the years I was playing for Detroit, I still was loyal to the Blackhawks. I won't say that word again, I promise. I'll use Michiganders. It's a little, yeah. But all those years, I still remained a Blackhawk. And in 2010, every fan, including myself, their wishes came true, winning their first Stanley Cup since 1961. A few of those key players are here today. Duncan Keith. Patrick Sharp. Marion Hosa. And my favorite, Brent Seabrook, the old number seven. I'll never forget the day Brett Seabrook called me and asked if he could wear my number. So I'm thinking to myself, geez, I don't know this kid, but what the hell, I'll let him wear it. And I'm glad I did. What a career Seabrook had leading that team to three Stanley Cups. He did it all, Seabs. I couldn't have been prouder. Big hits, big goals, making plays. One hit that comes to mind, which I think turned the series around, is when he absolutely crushed Bacchus and put him in La La Land. And in closing on Seabs, he made one more call about three, four weeks ago, asking for tickets to Taylor Swift for his wife and his kids. As if I didn't have enough on my plate, Seems, but thanks, love you. While we're on the subject of great ones from that era, I gotta include them. This guy will go down as the greatest American-born player. Kaner, Patrick Kane, unbelievable. That jersey looks kind of funny, Kane. You're a big row on you. And don't worry, it'll work out in the end. You'll be standing here, same as me. But just be careful, don't go stealing my thunder today, okay? I got money on the board to shut you down. All right, this was, no one's done this before. Uh, when the Blackhawks do things, they do it in style. When they, I just thought I was going to another Pearl Jam concert, 
last September, September 7th. Been to a thousand of these Pearl Jam concerts. And I had a very real special bond with Eddie, especially in the band members. It motivated me. They got their big break. 91, I believe it was their first album came out. 90, 91 was my first year back with Chicago. So it was just fitting. They pulled me on stage. And as they're Eddie's speaking, I don't hear anything because I'm so nervous. I just want to get off that stage. I you know, want nothing to do. I just had you know, a couple drinks and I'm just looking forward to a Pearl Jam concert. But anyway, as Eddie starts speaking, he's actually talking to the crowd, but whispering to me to just stay here. And he kept grabbing my arm. I'm trying to get away. So finally, I'm such a knucklehead, he grabs me and says, hey, look at the monitor. So I, you know, I look back, I take a couple steps forward, and they're showing highlights of me. I'm going, wow, that's pretty cool. Pearl Jam showing some highlights of my hockey career. And not till they dropped that banner and showed my number did I realize what was happening. So that's one heck of a way to find out how your number is going to be tired. I was blown away. Now, I, I've always prided myself in, in getting his people together in leadership role. I, I think I'm a better player, a uh, party planner, than I am a hockey player. And I proved that last night to a lot of people. But Eddie was there last night with us. He's always been there for me, for my kids. Uh, I can't thank him enough for the, the, the impact he's had on me um, throughout the years. I've, we've watched each other's children grow since 1995. I don't want to put him on the spot here, but I have to because I love him so much. But Eddie, thank you for being here. Thank you for your support all those years. Love you. So after that, like I said, I thought we were doing a tribute to Rocky. Danny was at the concert, we picked his favorite song, and then it turned into whatever happened to me, but I need to talk about the late owner, Rocky Wirtz. I, I can't tell you what he's meant to me and my family. First, it was his father, Bill Wirtz, that brought me back to the Blackhawks in 91, and although Mike Keenan, who led us there, orchestrated that trade for my buddy, my teammate, my co-ambassador. It was Mr. Wirtz, Bill Wirtz, that brought me back in 91. And then years later, you know, the year before I got here, my dad had passed, and Rocky called me in his office with John McDonough and said, listen, we want you back. You're welcome back anytime. So I was so, so, late, so happy that I was coming home. It was, it was just amazing that the, the I never wanted to be traded. Nope, I'm on the wrong page. I'm so sorry, but... <laughs> hey, there's going to be a couple of hiccups here. Don't worry, I'll be fine. Okay. I have to thank Bill Wirtz, Rocky, Peter, who was a dear friend, Danny, and the entire Wirtz family for making a local kid's dream come true and for, for allowing me to continue being a Blackhawk. I will forever be thankful to the Wirtz family for providing me this opportunity and honoring me with this special Jersey retirement. Thank you.
How's it going, Ma? Okay? All right, good. It's an honor to be going up in the rafters amongst some of the other greatest Chicago Blackhawks. Glenn Hall, Pierre Pallant, Keith Magnuson, the heart and soul of that Blackhawks team. Bobby Hall, the Golden Jet. Denny Savard. Stan Makita. Tony Esposito. Marion Hosa. No way, Haas. Numbers we all know and love. All right, this will be the tough part. There's people that I wish could have been here but have passed on. You know, there's my high school coach, John Duran. I, I would have wished he would have been here to see this day. He, he wouldn't believe it, just like I wouldn't believe this is going to happen. Bob Probert, one of our old teammates. And let's start with one of the most important, Dad, all right? All right, get Dad and Mom here, but the Greeks, they didn't write obituaries. When a man died, all they asked if he had passion, and my dad had passion. He lived his life with passion. I talked about failing and, you know, failures and then bouncing back. My dad had dreams, just like a lot of people do. That crazy trip to Australia, you know, that, that was nuts. The San Diego, another one backfired. But those of you who knew him, who knew him, he would have Mr. Wirtz, Bill Wirtz in stitches and Rocky Wirtz in stitches. He was a character. He was full of life. He, just like I said, he was the chili bar. You know, he, he, like it or love it, that chili bar with my father and mother and my sisters running that joint, it was an unbelievable time for the fans to connect with us. And I, I felt that's what I gave back. I didn't open the restaurant. I opened the restaurant because we're Greek, right? Well, that's Greeks open restaurants. You could ask George down at the Palace Grill, right? But yeah, I, I couldn't have asked for better parents. Um, Mom, Dad, I love you. Uh, I hope... This makes up for all the problems I gave you growing up. This should be good enough, Ma. I mean, <laughs> uh, my Penny, Lenny, Stevie, I don't, my sisters and brothers. I wasn't always there. That's the one thing I couldn't give was time. And hopefully again, in some small way, making up for that time, your name's going to be up there forever in the rafters, and that's pretty cool, I'll tell you that. But thank you for all your support over the years. All right, kids. Dean, Jake, Kaylee, Tara. Every time I run into someone, they've run into my children. All they had was good things to say, how respectful they were, how great they were. They, they couldn't let me down. These kids were unbelievable. They put a lot of pressure on them, especially the boys. And I, I don't think it, I forced them into playing hockey. We had so many kids their age when we were at the Hawks. They just automatically played. But I'm proud of you, too. Kaylee and Tara. Kaylee's, well, look at Kaylee. She's ready. She might be the first one to have a baby in the United Center. She's due two days ago. We'll get her moving on that dance floor later, see what happens. But girls, both of them. All played Division I sports, couldn't have been more proud of them. 
Uh, like I said, I wasn't always there, but I'd like to think when they needed me most, I was. So thank you, you guys. Love you. Come on up. Come on. Don't be shy. Everybody. Not you, Ma. You can sit down. So behind every great man, they say there's a great woman, right? Or... I met my wife, Tracy, in college in Wisconsin. We, uh, we won our first year, right? And after six months of dating, I won the NCAA championship. I said, you know what? This one's good luck. I'm going to keep her around for a while. So 36 years later, we're still here together. We're honored. We, uh, we owe everything we have to the Blackhawks and you people, the fans. Like I said, behind every successful person, there's a number of people who helped them get there. I've never taken anything for granted. I think that's why I played so long, because I knew someday it was going to be over. Just like life, we don't take that for granted. We live every day and enjoy it. Talked about last night when we all got together. It was like going to one of the kids' weddings. The best thing was seeing my friends and my families together, smiling, having such a great time. And that's all I've ever cared about was pulling people together and enjoying their company because you never know when it's going to end. I wish this could end forever. I haven't even looked at the clock. I don't know how long I'm talking, but this can't last forever. But I'll tell you what. This moment with my family, yeah, we're never going to forget this. This is the top, right? This is the top, top memory ever. <laughs> Couldn't have done it without you. So in closing, I want to thank everybody. I couldn't be more proud to represent you, the Chicago Blackhawks, the city of Chicago, as one of your own. I hope someday someone standing here from Chicago does the same thing, but it's going to take them a long time. All right. Thank you, everybody. Sanderson in on goal. Blocker save made. But our got it back. Shoots and scores! He's a dynamic player. He's electric with the puck. Johnson put the puck in front of the net. But our shoots and scores! And this time it counts! Live from the Barn Hockey Bar, taking you right into Blackhawks hockey. Oh, this is just fantastic. It's Powell and Brand. Both men of Chicago. Sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Break out the Bandito, baby. Here's the boys. And congratulations to Chris Chelios. You heard it here on WGN Radio. Chris Chelios giving a lengthy speech, a fun speech. He wanted to get all of his thank yous out friends, family, and attendance, and uh, Chris made a uh, quite the entrance onto the ice. I believe it was in a Cadillac that they uh, drove out from underneath the seats to uh, mid-ice, and Chris Chelios's number seven is being raised, uh, raised to the rafters at the United Center, where Joe Brand is standing by for his Blackhawks pregame show, which starts at 4.30. Joe, uh, what'd you think of the speech? I thought I thought it was, it was long, but it was good. Chelios got... Uh, Got all of his thank yous in, all of his shout outs in. It was a, a cool moment for Chelly. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Kev, I think when you connect with that many people, then that kind of speech is that deserving. And he went down a list from his childhood to his current life. A shout out to pretty much every single other sports team here in Chicago. And his number seven being raised into the rafters right now with his family down in, on the ice level. It, it just what a cool moment. And. I mean, now you understand why he's made 
so many connections with so many people because he's just that kind of guy. And that that leads you to have a, a speech over a half hour, but man, what a good one it was. I mean, just touching each and everything about Chicago, his life, hockey, it, it was really cool. I liked how he talked about Dick Buck as being his... You know, one of his favorite players growing up, and then he ran into two of Dick Buckus's nephews. Do I have that right, Joe? At a at a sauna at a bathhouse this morning, at a, and, at a, and he kind of gave a shout out, like you know, that was the coincidence there. Uh, you know, he and Dick are the only two Chicago-born players to have their number retired. Buck is fifty-one now. Chelios number seven. Yeah, how cool is that too? And for him to give recognition to that right away too, and and understand the significance of it, but. I mean that's just that's what just Chicagoans do, right? They're they're tight with their roots and they want to always say where you're from, who you know, you know what part, what family you're with, and that was just it was just kind of the epitome of Chicago right there. Just so many mentions, so many homegrown businesses and and people, and uh, again, it just it, you understand why he had a guest list of over 300 people. He mentioned about 244 of them tonight, but uh, yeah. Uh, Again, the significance of knowing that he and Dick Buck is the only two Chicago natives to have their numbers retired. And then, I mean, talk about serendipity running into his, his nephews at one of his normal spots. Very, very cool. What was he, what was he in a Cadillac that they drove out onto the ice? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, I don't know exactly what year he was born, but it, it's the Cadillac from the year he was born. And it was all black. If you ever see him, he's, he's always wearing all black. And uh, actually a gift from Danny Wirtz and the entire Blackhawks organization after the speech is a new wave runner, an all-black wave runner. And Danny Wirtz uh, gave him the keys to it and said, you know, you can have a little extra fun on Lake Michigan now with this. And another surprise for Chris Gellios, he, he belted out a hearty laugh. And, I mean, just so many cool moments with that. And, again, I, I know I keep talking about how many people were here, but to have four guys from the Hawks Dynasty Corps and Keith, Seabrook, Sharp, and Hosa, and then, of course, Patrick Kane's here as well, and him giving all of them their moments, too. We were talking about, you know, the significance of Chelios's number being retired, and a lot of people ask, well, you know, what about Brent Seabrook? Now Brent Seabrook gets this, and, and now you're able to give Chelios this and give Brent Seabrook this, and now they both get their own day. And not to mention an extra, like just a little taste of the kind of reception Patrick Kane's going to get after the video montage that they'll honor him with, but to, to get a little bit more of a, a personal and, um, I, I don't know, just, just a very personal moment for, for Patrick Kane, his first time back at the United Center and never really had a chance to say thank you to Blackhawks fans. Hawks fans never really had a chance to say thank you to Patrick Kane, and boy, did they get it right there. I really liked how Chelios talked about his relationship with members of the Bulls. Because, of course, Chelios was playing for the Hawks throughout the 90s, and he talked about his relationship with Michael Jordan and, of course, Dennis Rodman, who is in attendance at the United Center tonight. Um, but just kind of I, I, I thought that dynamic was interesting, you know, the way they, they, they kind of all got to know each other because they play under the same roof. And Chelios, of course, who has all these celebrity friends, you know, became friends with Michael Jordan throughout the 90s. And as how Chicago-centric this whole speech was, it was also very focused on the 90s, which I think was a really cool touch by the Hawks, obviously because you know those were the years that, that Chelios played with the Hawks. But um, the first two 
video montages that were played was just kind of a lot of highlights of the 90s, not just Chelios, not just hockey. I mean, there were some Sammy Sosa highlights. There was, um, you know, video games, a Sega Genesis <laughs> video. You know, it was just all 90s stuff going on uh, for the first couple of minutes and the first couple of videos. So that was pretty cool, just kind of a blast from the past. And, you know, Kev, that's that's your and I generation a little bit more growing up, falling in love with sports right there. So. That, that was pretty cool on a personal level, just being connected a, a little bit more that way. So, again, it's all these these little things that the Hawks do with these types of ceremonies that just take it to the next level and, and really take it over the top, and it's it, it's just really cool to be a part of it. All right, any other final takeaways before I let you go, Joe, so you can prep for your for your pregame show, which will start at 4.30 here on WGN? Yeah, no, appreciate you. Um, I just, again, I, I knew there was going to be a lot of mentions. I knew it, he was going to have to thank a, a handful of people, but it was just, it was cool that he attached it with a little story uh, of each person as well. It wasn't just, hey, want to thank this person, want to thank that person. And, and you could tell he was kind of sweating over the speech in terms of uh, making sure he nailed it. And I, I really did think he nailed it. And uh, j- Kevin, if you want, we got Troy Murray here for a quick thought. He was he was witnessing the whole thing as well. And sure, of course. Troy, good to talk to you. What did you think of the speech? It was lengthy, but I thought he did a great job of getting all the thank yous in. And uh, I thought it was a great speech from Shelly. What, what were your takeaways, uh, Troy? I thought it was fantastic. You know, he he does have so much passion for the city of Chicago and, and everybody who's involved. I mean, he, he thanked, he talked about all the other sports teams and and. He really embraces them. He loves the Sox. He he loves the Cubs. You know, great friends with Michael Jordan. Uh, we were at a thing, uh, a gathering last night, and you know, Dennis Rodman was there. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool the spectrum of friends. And you know, he got it. He had the opportunity to talk about them and his relationships with all these different great people uh, from the city of Chicago. Thank the fire department, first responders, the police department. He's a huge supporter of that. I, I thought he did a great job. There was. A lot of passion in his, his speech and his words. They was talking about, you could tell that the, this was legitimate. There was nothing phony, nothing staged about it. Um, really a, a heartfelt speech that talked about his family, his, his upbringing, and, and being able to come back here to the city of Chicago, the city that he loves so much. It just, it's a great story. There's, there's so many different layers that to Chris Chelios that you, know, you, you can't even start to talk about him. But uh, I thought his speech was just fantastic. What's the vibe over there, Troy? It's all kinds of celebrities throughout the United Center. What's what's the energy at the UC right now? Well, it's going to be good. I mean, they're going to the whole game is going to be filled with stuff. And I know that there's, you know, he talked about his former teammates and and some of the players that are here, you know, from the the, the heyday of of the three Stanley Cup run and. And they all come in to honor Chris Chelios. But the celebrities that are in town for this event is incredible. <laughs> the who's who of the sports world, the who's who of, of Chicago is in the building here this afternoon. And I, I just think that that's a, a great testament to who Chris Chelios is. Um, his circle of friends is so massive in, in so many different ways. And, and you know, just, just to see... The, the the people here, and as you mentioned, the buzz that, that, that is here with all the celebrities in the building. I, I'm looking across here now, and everybody's turning in the section where uh, the, the former players, Keith and Seabrook and, and uh, Sharp and Hoser, were sitting, and, and they're all turned around. They're all looking into the booth. I mean, this is an exciting moment for a lot of sports fans in the city of Chicago. That's the great Troy Murray. You'll hear, uh, hear him on the call with John Wideman. Puck drop at 5 here on WGN as the Blackhawks host the Red Wings. 
Joe Brand will bring you the pregame at 4.30. Troy, great to talk to you. Joe, great to talk to you. We'll have more coming up as we wrap up from the Barn Hockey Bar, the show sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Let's break out the Bandito. Gershaw went to get it, got it to Bedard, to Foligno, backhand shot, he scores! Nick Foligno, bada boom, bada bang, and what a backhander from the slot! Now, back to the Barn Hockey Bar, sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Here's the boys. Break out the Bandito, baby. Welcome back to the Barn Hockey Bar. I'm Kevin Powell, taking you up to Blackhawks pregame with Joe Brand. That starts in 10 minutes. It's been a fun day here at the Barn Hockey Bar. A lot of Hawks fans, a lot of Red Wing fans, a lot of Chelio sweaters and jerseys. And uh, Spencer Montgomery, co-founder of the Barn Hockey Bar, joining me now for our final segment. And uh, I've spent a few hours here now, Spence, and uh, I love this place. And it is a perfect spot to hang out, like many have today, before or after a game. And it's a short walking distance to the United Center, which is where I'm headed right after this. Um, I used to come here when it was a previous look, previous bar here, and you guys have completely uh, reshaped it, and it is what it sounds like, a hockey bar. You guys got all kinds of cool hockey memorabilia. You've got hockey video, arcade games. you got a Zamboni. It's a really great uh, great vibe in here, great energy. Yeah, well, you know, we tried to pull out all the stops, uh, and just the, the energy in Chicago today is outstanding. You, yeah. you can feel it for, for Chelios. I loved his speech. We were talking a little bit. He won a Kennedy Cup and a state championship with Mount Carmel. And to be a local kid, to, to accomplish so much. And, and he's just beloved. You see with his community how large it is. Um, a special day at the United Center. Uh, not to mention 88 returning. Pretty cool. 88's back. Uh, just the whole dynamic of the different storylines today. Let, let's talk about the Barn Hockey Bar. You're one of the co-founders. Uh, where did the idea come from? You're, you're a big hockey guy, which we can touch on. You're head coach at St. Ignatius. Uh, played yourself uh, growing up. Um, what, 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 why? why? Why did you? When did this uh, idea come together? Well, you know, I, I spent uh, ten years in the front office with the Blackhawks, right. and um, and been coaching. This is my ninth season at St. Ignatius. Um, I know how strong and great the hockey community is, and the, this space became available close to the United Center. And we said, you know, how can we do this right? Um, you know, and then when Connor Bedard was drafted, it really put everything over over the edge, and we were really excited. You know, one of my partners, Paul Marabella, uh, who's also engaged, he's on the NHL diversity board and uh, and a hockey player. Um, Himself, we, we said, hey, let's do this. Let's go for it and do it right. So, we, you know, Johnny's Ice House gave us a Zamboni. We got the Gilmore room with golf simulators, a little nod to Happy Gilmore. Um, just uh, exci- excited to have a really long uh, run here and be an institution in Chicago. There is an unbelievable amount of hockey memorabilia on the walls and around the entire bar and restaurant. Where, where, do, you, where do you get all of it when you're opening a hockey bar? Yeah, you, you know, you have to be creative. There's <laughs> Bo Bennett, it's a longtime NHL photographer. You know, you know, I'll give a shout out to Chase over with the uh, with the Blackhawks, Agnello Dean. Um, there's the game has so much rich history and heritage, and uh, we wanted to tell a lot of those stories. So we've got a mix of of past and present here at the barn, but um, you know, that's what I love about our game. And um, and, and you know, for those that haven't been to the barn, come check it out, and uh, and happy to explain any any of the history. The uh, I uh, can confirm the, the the wings here are fantastic. We we crushed a whole bunch of wings right before we went on air, which is the exact thing you want to eat right before you're broadcasting live on the radio. <laughs> is spicy buffalo chicken wings. <laughs> they were fantastic, though. Stings um, the nostrils. Stings the nostrils. Uh, talk about what you did with the Hawks before you 
got into this world, the bar world, and, and coaching at St. Ignatius. Yeah, 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 you know, I was brought on by Pete Hassan and Andy Kamins, who are long-time history, um, and basically I did what we what's called fan development, and, and we developed the game trying to make sure that there's a broad ring of people that are exposed to Blackhawks hockey, so I ran school programming, summer camps, we did, I ran a fantasy camp where guys like Chris would skate with um, with adults that, that wanted to experience a weekend kind of living like a pro, um, so I had my hands in, in, in kind of building not only the next generation, but also paying tribute to uh, to the, the players that played for the Blackhawks in the past and making sure that all our fans get the best experience possible. So you grew up in Maine, Portland, Maine, correct? Yeah, I grew up in Portland, Maine. So who was your hockey team growing up? Y- you know, it was the Boston Bruins, but to be honest, I, I you know, we... I never got to my first NHL game until I was about 15. So we had the Portland Pirates uh, American Hockey League nice. team there. And, and I grew up uh, on that league, really, uh, you know, on my wall in my bedroom. I had Pirates jerseys, and uh, and they've got one of the coolest older logos of all time. Nice. Uh, and so, but you, I mean, memories of Chris Chelios, not just working with him when you were with the Hawks, but... I mean, Chelios was a household name for many, many years. Oh, yeah. I mean, his legacy, it, it, honestly, it's just brought on by his personality. I mean, he, he lives life to the fullest. You, you feel it when he's on the ice. Uh, he's got some snarl, but he plays with passion, and uh, it, it, it's hard not to fall in love with that. Uh, you know, Cam Neely is an example of a guy in Boston that, that, that had that kind of energy. And, um, you know, when, when you bring that, when you bring it every single night, um, you get this, and the whole city supports him. And it's not even, even the Detroit fans are so excited here today. Right. It's pretty cool. When it comes to youth hockey in Chicago, around Chicago, you coach high school hockey. I always said, you know, like I grew up here in Chicago in the 90s. We look back at pictures, we're all wearing Michael Jordan stuff, Bulls stuff. And then it like totally flipped when Kane and Taves were here. All these kids were wearing Blackhawk sweaters. Do you, have you noticed that, like, the engagement and more youth hockey being being involved these days? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just down the street is Fifth Third Arena. Uh, you know, that's where St. Ignatius plays. But it's also, the, you know, the practice facility for the Blackhawks. They're building two more sheets. Um, and, I'm, you know, I'm really excited about Connor Bernard. You know, the, yeah. when you get a player of, of his magnitude and his skill and and, uh, and flash, it, it's going to be the next boom of hockey in Illinois. But, but if you look and see, uh, you know, from 2010, 13, and 15, the youth hockey participation numbers just went through the roof. Yeah. Um, and, and it's a beautiful thing. Spence, uh, co-founder of the Barn Hockey Bar. Appreciate you stopping by, man. This Thanks so great. much. Thanks Thanks so for much. the hospitality. Barn Hockey Bar. Come on by, stop by. If you're headed to the United Center for any event, if you're going for a hockey game, this is the perfect spot to hang out. Thank you to Adam Phillips for engineering, Brett Jackson, Sammy Martino, Jack Heinrich for their help uh, producing the entire show today. We started at 2, carry the entire Chelios ceremony speech, which was fantastic. It was lengthy, but Chelios knew what he was doing. He got all his thank yous in and uh, a, a whole bunch of celebrities at the United Center tonight for Chelios, the return of Patrick Kane. Uh, should be a very exciting, already, already has been at the UC, but uh, game coming up here in about 30 minutes. Joe Brand will have the pregame in just a few minutes here, but uh, thank you again to Adam Phillips for engineering things, to Spence for stopping by. Jim Bob Morris came over here from El Bandito Yankee Tequila Company, and uh, congratulations once again to Chris Chelios, had his number seven retired today by the Chicago Blackhawks. This is WGN Radio Sports Special, broadcasting live from the Barn Hockey Bar, sponsored by El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Let's break out the Bandito. Chicago Blackhawks hockey is coming up next.